welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Hey there, welcome. It's so good to have you here. You're listening to Taking It Personally. I'm Elle, your host, and I am so delighted to be back with another episode of the show. We're on episode five already. I'm just so excited about all the things we've got coming up in the future. So thank you for sharing it with me. Uh, Thank you for your company. And let's get on with today's show. Well, actually, before we do, just want to tell you a little something I've been thinking about this week. It's been a week of lots of life admin here. Um, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing really exciting to report to you. And, you know, it sounds kind of dull, doesn't it? A week of life admin. So you might be wondering why I'm, why I'm even bothering to mention it. And it's only because I had a bit of a realisation this week. And I realised that now... I've been in the online space for around five years working for myself and I realised that I've kind of started taking the flexibility that I have within my schedule, the flexibility that working for myself allows me. I realised that I had kind of taken this for granted, I'd started taking this for granted really. It's one of the reasons I wanted my own business in the first place was to have the autonomy to deal with everything I have to deal with and uh, all my all my priorities to be able to deal with things to my own timing in my own time skills that was one of the one of the main drivers for me wanting my own business but that that doesn't actually make the content of some of these activities like life admin related activities that doesn't actually make the content of life admin any more exciting does it even though that you can do it on your own timetable the content's not any more exciting. So it doesn't always feel when you're going through it, when you're doing the day-to-day, it doesn't always feel like the bonus it actually is when I stop to think about it, to be able to work my schedule how I want. And, you know, sometimes there's still clashes. I feel like I need to be in two places at once. So it's, you know, it's not seamless. So sometimes it doesn't always seem quite such a a bonus, like I say, as it is that I do actually now have the autonomy, flexibility, freedom that I wanted, etc. And it was really the other day that highlighted this to me because I was out and about. I was. It was late afternoon. I was in the bus coming home and it was during the rush hour, something that I haven't been for years. I haven't been in the bus in the rush hour for years. And it was dark. It was busy. It was slow because there was a lot of traffic and 
you know, I was, I was starting to think, oh, goodness, I feel like I've been on the bus for about a week and a half. I mean, in reality, it hadn't been all that long, but, you know, hanging around, waiting for buses, crawling through the traffic, I felt like I'd been out for ages. And, you know, I remembered then how I used to do that either every day or multiple times a week, depending on the on the stage of my life. But now, rarely, if ever, am I in the position where I need to hop on a bus in the in the rush hour. And, you know, that was just such a such a normal thing for me before and that I never used to sort of think about it one way or the other because I just knew it was something that that had to be done. And it's just I realise it's just such a bonus now not to have to do that every day. So I just wanted to mention it to you really and recognise that and remember myself to appreciate the autonomy and the flexibility and the freedom that I wanted so badly when I did work my nine to five that I now actually have and what you know what a win that actually is um, in my in my business so I just wanted to mention it really and offer up the opportunity to think about where you are now and that even if you haven't achieved everything you want in your business I haven't certainly and the temptation even when we when we know better really is to focus on where we want to go isn't it rather than celebrate and show appreciation for how far we've come. So I just really wanted to kind of offer up the opportunity, not, not, I'm not trying to be preachy or anything, it's just because it's been in my mind this week. And just ask you, what is there that you can remind yourself about to appreciate about where you are at the moment in your business? So even if it's not where you are aiming to be you know maybe you know we all feel sort of frustrations or I certainly do feel frustrations about looking and thinking oh I want to achieve this I want to achieve that I want to achieve the next thing and there's a mindset there about exercising some patience I think (laughs) that I'm much better at now but it's never been my hugely strong suit but anyway that's slight slight digression but it's just it's just something I was thinking about before we get started with today's topic but just before again before we dive right into that how are you what's your week been like have you been have you been doing anything exciting or has it just been kind of work and life admin for for you too I always love to hear from you so let me know anything that you would like to share you'll find me here l at lturnercreative.com or you can dm me uh in messenger if you like I just I love to hear from you so let me know what's what's up with you, what's going on with, with you. But for now, let's dive into today's topic, which is all about how focusing on your business goals might actually be holding you back in business. Now, that sounds silly, doesn't it? But bear with me and let's talk it through. Now, of course, it does depend how you're focusing on working towards and achieving your goals so if you if you're working towards your goals without feeling pressure to achieve them or if you've got your mindset completely dialed in so that you're showing up for your business without experiencing any doubt or frustration or longing for the results that you want to achieve or if you're if you're content that everything happens in its own time and that you're playing your part and otherwise it's out of your hands then maybe you don't need to listen to this episode because you are rocking it, basically. But if you're getting in your own way in your business and experiencing pressure around whether or not you're going to reach your goals for the week 
or the month or the quarter or 2021 because it's that time of year, isn't it, that everyone starts talking about goals again. Or if you're feeling some frustration about the time it takes to see results from your business actions, like I was just talking a minute ago, if you could see me, you could see that I've got my hand in the air about that one. Or if you're just generally feeling the regular human emotions, the regular entrepreneur emotions of self-doubt, you know, am I am I up to this business thing? Am I ever going to reach my goals? Or if you're making up stories about where you are at the moment and kind of dragging them into your identity. And what I mean by that is thinking, well, what does this say about me as an entrepreneur if I don't achieve X, Y and Z? Or what does this say about me as a person if I don't manage to do what I set out to do, etc.? Then, you know, these are all such regular feelings and stick around and let's talk during this this episode about them. But if you're experiencing some of these frustrations and doubts about achieving your goals, it's not because you're not working hard enough. It's not because you're not up to doing whatever you've set your heart and mind to. And it's not because you're using the wrong marketing strategy or the wrong social media platform or that you aren't as good as so-and-so whom you admire, but also wistfully envy, if you're honest. It's not because of any of these things. It's because of the level of your emotional investment in the result. So your desire to reach your goals, to get to the next level, to become rather than to be. It's the extent to which you've raised the stakes in your business, you know, like I was saying, what are you telling yourself about what it means about your business, your future, your abilities, if you have not reached the goals that you that you set for yourself and the resulting pressure that that means you are putting on yourself. How do I know that? Well, it's it's the same for me, too. We all do it. And why do we all do it? It's because of our mindset and the approach that we're taking to the work that we're doing. So it's not about the external work, it's difficulty or it's complexity. It's not about the difficulty or complexity of the goals or what we need to do to achieve them. It's how we're approaching the doing and what we're making that mean for us. So I've got a couple of examples around this. If you're on my email list, you'll have heard one of them. If you're not on my email list, then you can rectify that toot sweet through the link in the description because my email list is the place to be, but that's a, that's a slight tangent. But I have a couple of examples about this. But before I get to that, when it comes to talking about intangible concepts like mindset, it's very easy to say, ah, but that doesn't apply here or that doesn't apply in that scenario when you take it to kind of like the nth degree. If I was talking about which social media platform to use, for example, I would have facts and figures about audience size and demographics that would be satisfying to hear really, or more satisfying to hear. I recognise that because they would give the impression of certainty of results when you take an action because we love facts and figures and we love a bit of certainty in in our brains, don't we? But when you're talking about intangible stuff, I know that you might be thinking, so do you mean I shouldn't be emotionally invested in my business? How could I not be emotionally invested in my business? How do you know it's not my marketing strategy that's the problem? So I want to be clear, I'm talking about, or at least I will be talking about in a few minutes, making a mindset shift around the way that you're approaching your goals, making a mindset shift to look at business differently so that you free up some emotional energy to do the work that you want to do and to be 
the entrepreneur you want to be. That's what I'll be talking about. And so take what chimes with you and don't take don't take what doesn't. So why am I saying your level of emotional investment and the way that you've raised the stakes around your business is holding you back? Because surely it's caring so much that gives us the drive, the determination, the ability to keep the faith when we experience challenges. I mean, I know after all, I'm the one who talks about being heart-led, having a soul-led message, aligning your business with your purpose. So why am I why am I talking about the level of emotional investment maybe being a, a hindrance at this point? I mean, the thing is, it's all true that caring gives us the drive, determination, the ability to keep the faith. It's all true until it isn't. Now, don't be frustrated. It's these grey areas that make this work the most fun and the most worthwhile. So let's crack on. And my first story to illustrate this is the one that my email list knows about and it's about my bathroom renovation, right? I I think I mentioned last week, did I, in the podcast that we're on the brink of renovating our bathroom and it's long overdue. So this week I discovered that it's not going to be quite as straightforward a process as we as we first thought it was going to be, something to do with the, the size of the bath and what whatnot. So it's not going to be a straightforward process. There's going to be challenges that we, that I didn't foresee. But I still know and expect that in the next few months, I'll be able to show you pictures of my new bathroom. I still know that. I know that a beautiful new bathroom is on its way, even though the current one doesn't look anything like I want my bathroom to look. I know that their beautiful new bathroom is on its way. So what's this got to do with business? Well, it's funny, isn't it, how easy it is for me to be sure that my bathroom will work out, even though it's nowhere near how I want it to be at the moment. I've got complete faith in the end result. We'll have a brand new bathroom installed in the next few months. I've got complete faith in my ability to play my part in the bathroom installations insofar as I'll choose all the component parts and I'll order them. And I've got complete faith in my ability to make decisive decisions about what taps and whatever else we need, uh, cabinets and drawers and whatever. I've got complete faith in my ability to make decisive decisions about the ones we, the ones we want. I've got complete faith in my ability to communicate that clearly and just wait in full belief that the bathroom is coming once I've taken that action, even though there's a gap between that and seeing the result because that part's out of my hands. It's a straightforward process, albeit with a few challenges and unanticipated events along the way. And that's so easy for the bathroom, isn't it? Why not in business? Well, in theory, it is. If I'm crystal clear on what I want and need to do in my business, if I've got the right support, if I'm embracing the actions that I need to take, if I'm in certainty that I will achieve the result and can handle whatever comes my way, even if I can't see a clear path between A and B at the moment, the principles are still the same, but I've raised the stakes around it. It's because of that emotional investment. It's because we raise the stakes around our business. It's because we make things mean that things that they needn't mean that we experience these limiting feelings, these feelings that hold us back. The self-doubt, the lack of trust in our abilities, the, what if I'm not up to this, rather than thinking I am capable of finding or creating the solution to whatever comes up along the way. And I think partly it's because we're the expert in our particular business. You know, we're putting pressure on ourselves to know all the things. Now, again, you need to have 
a level of competence and experience that you claim to have to be acting with integrity 100 percent. there's no question about that you need to have the competence and experience that you claim to to have but that's not the same as having nothing more to learn so am i a good business mindset and leadership mentor yes but do i have to work on my own mindset and leadership skills yes absolutely Do I sometimes know the mindset shift that I need to make, but I still get tripped up? Yes, of course, I have a human brain, so that's going to happen. And I get that it's hard when the truth, you know, that that we always have more to learn, gets tangled up with feelings of self-doubt and am I good enough, etc. So my second story that I wanted to share with you is about how this this dawned on me, and it comes from years ago when I decided one new year that I was going to do a 30-day teach yourself to draw course and I decided I was going to blog about it. Now I'm not sure if you know I write fiction and the blog that I did back in the day or the blog that I had back in the day was when I started putting myself out there more in the online world as a as a writer and you know I found that difficult. I experienced all the doubts about my ability, fear about what people would think of my writing, fear about what my family and friends would say if they saw it, I struggled to call myself a writer at the time. It was years until I would even become aware of the importance of mindset and it was all my my mindset around these doubts and fears that were holding me back from calling myself a writer, etc. So I used to literally sweat sometimes before I'd publish a post in the blog, especially if it was about my writing. But I found that I blogged really happily and put myself out there really happily when I was doing this learning to draw course. I'd do the lesson and then I'd either scan or take a picture of my efforts and I'd upload it on my blog without fear. And the reason I was able to so happily put myself out there was because I had no emotional investment in being good at drawing. I was able to laugh at my efforts. I wasn't claiming to be good at drawing, you know, as I was claiming to be a good writer, like I'm claiming to be a good business mindset mentor and a good leadership mentor, and as as you'll be claiming with whatever work you put out into the world. But I wasn't claiming to be good at drawing. I didn't feel any pressure to be good at it, and it didn't mean anything for my identity when my drawings were off. You know, some were some were good, some were not good at all, but it didn't mean anything to me about who I was as a person or who I was as a writer. The point here is not that it's okay to put out stuff that's not good. That's not the that's not the point. Like I said, in business, we've got to have the competence and experience that we're, we're, that we're charging for. But the point here is the action I was able to take with energy and ease when I didn't put the pressure on myself, when I didn't have the emotional investment, when I didn't raise the stakes around what it all meant. So... As we draw this episode to a close, how can you approach your business with more ease, dial down the pressure and not have your actions hindered by the emotional investment and mistakes? If you are able to shift your mindset around that, you're able to take better quality actions with more confidence and energy, making it easier to achieve your goals. Now, do you think that's counterintuitive or not? Let me know what you think. As always, I love to hear from you. And if you're thinking, yes, this chimes with me, I get what you're saying about making the mindset shift so that I can take action with more more confidence and ease, then take a look at my self-study course, Build Your Business Mindset for Success, because it's the course for entrepreneurs who want to develop a consistent personal growth practice to cultivate, manage and maintain the clarity and the mindset to take assured action in their business so that they can achieve the one thing that they want results right so what would it mean for you and your business to 
Be crystal clear on who you are, what you want, and the tendencies that help or hinder you from taking action in your business. What would it mean for you and your business to be able to focus on your helpful tendencies and reframe those that are holding you back so that you shift the mindsets that are making you second guess yourself, doubt your abilities or fear the response that you might get when you're taking action. So like, you know, hopping on video or sharing your message or promoting your product or service. How would it feel? What would it mean for your business if you were able to build your identity as the heart led entrepreneur that you know you are? as well as building your business and take action from a place of confidence and assuredness instead of from a place of reticence or doubt. By following the chapters in Build Your Business Mindset for Success, you, you'll develop a foundation for direction and assured action so that you grow your business according to what matters to you most. You'll develop a strong personal course so that you approach your work with clarity and confidence and you'll develop a practice based on what you identify as important for you to manage and maintain your business mindset on an ongoing basis. Now one of the reasons I created it as a self-study course is so that you can have it as your constant business companion, that you can revisit it whenever you like again and again as what you want from your life and business evolves over time. So if you're ready to build your business mindset for success, as the course is called, then you know I'd love to have you join us if you feel it's the right next step for you and your, your business. So the link's in the description if you want to check that out a little bit more and obviously don't hesitate to get in touch if you have any questions. I'm here to answer them for you. So yeah, if you want to find out more about that, you know where I am if you want to get in touch with your thoughts about this episode. But that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.